now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. Five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. I want to take a second to. I'm actually texting with them right now. There's a company called Templar, and they redid my uh, kitchen, and they were fantastic. They really were. But I'm. There are two guys, Joey and Reagan, and you may have heard them because they're on Saturday mornings on time. There's some sort of home show or something on this station on the weekends, and uh, they pop on with them every once in a while, but. They're two young guys who started their own company, and they do a great job. They really do. I mean, it's not just me. I know they do a couple of Buccaneers players. I know they have a couple of high-end houses that they've I've seen pictures of, and they've done a they, great job. They work with a lot of great vendors, and now that it's over, we're all super happy. Now we've developed a relationship where I just make fun of them, and they make fun of me on Facebook <laughs> because they're just they're like they're like guys that you also want to hang out with uh, as opposed to. Like having like I, I there's no way that I would have gone on vacation and trusted many people to just come and go inside my house, but they were good. If you're looking to do any uh, anything construction wise, I would highly recommend the Templar Boys, and then be prepared to make fun of them after it's over. <laughs> uh, our phone numbers here are seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. By the way, I was just texting with them because uh, they're coming over to look at the uh, studio. See the possibility of possibly what they can add to knocking down this wall and, and redoing everything. Very exciting. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm excited to have you further away from me as I sit here. I know. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're right up on me. I, you know, it's because of the the camera that he's got there. I I go to the bathroom. I go to make a number one during the break. Check on my wife. Come back in here. And these three are standing outside the studio in the hallway, like three smokers who were taking a smoke break, and they're arguing over who farted in the hall. And That's I right. was like, this is my home. Yeah. This is not, you know. Uh, anyway, um, I told you that I think of, like, like Jeff Dye is, uh, you know, he's maybe, I don't know what pe- what his level of fame is to people, but I like Jeff Dye. And, but he was just on a TV show where he hosted with, Henry Winkler and and Terry Bradshaw and a bunch of other people. He's dating that Kristen Cavallari chick, and he has to come in my garage to do the show. <laughs> and you know, things like that. And then we're talking about some comedians who are coming to town, and Craig Robinson is coming out. Craig Robinson's one of those guys that I absolutely love. I think he's hilarious. He's been on the show before, and the idea that Craig Robinson's going to be sitting in my garage makes me laugh. Awesome, you know, yeah. it's just it's just funny things like that. I'd much rather have a new studio. For <laughs> Jeff Dye didn't want to leave on Friday. No, he, he did not. Like, he tried to hang out the house. Yeah, yeah which I was fine with. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, we went inside. We were looking at my son's bedroom. We were, yeah, we were looking. We we're hanging out in the kitchen. What's, favorite, what's this over here? That's was my favorite. He goes, what, what, what room is this over here? And he what just said, that is the living room. No, he, what he was asking was. He goes into my living room. He goes, what's this area called? And what he meant was, like, what city are you living in? And I went, oh, the living room? And he goes, no, what city? Uh, Jeff was great. And I, you know what I love the, the most is that I love Jeff Dye, and I think he's very funny. He's a very funny comedian. I mean, you can go look at his Instagram and follow. Uh, he posts a lot of stand-up on there, which I think was really smart. A lot of people copied him after that. Um, 
he's really funny. But after the show, when I checked social media, and so many people were saying, "I'm going to the show to see him now because he was so funny on your show," I can't. I like him, so I know he's going to be good. I can't tell if it's really great or not until after the show is over. Then I talk to you people, and you people are so negative. So anytime you say something <laughs> nice, I'm like, "Oh, great." Yeah. Uh, all right, I posted a couple of things on Instagram, Instagram.com slash the Mike Calta Show. There was a poll about Spanish's uh, uh, lunch box that he uses every day that we put up very early this morning. Then I noticed Joe uh, Papap is carrying a book of secrets. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I uh, took a picture of the you guys all fight over who the hardest worker is on the show. That's right. This one was texting and falling asleep. This one was just staring at the wall, and you weren't even here. So all those pictures are up on the uh, Instagram, Instagram.com slash the Mike Calta Show. Now, uh, Mo hit me up over the weekend, and Mo asked when I would be available for a screening of his movie that I'm in that I've never seen. And we decided on the the 20th of March. And I believe Mo is joining us right now on the show. Mo, how are you? I'm doing well, my friend. Mo is uh, live from the Mo studio right now, so he's loud and clear. Maybe if you could bring him up a little louder, yep, Gavin. Um, Mo, I did not know in your text that you said that we were doing the screening here at my house. <laughs> I heard. I was wondering what the confusion was. Well, I don't I was... read all. I don't read your wordy text. I just go, yeah, yeah all right, uh, screening that date. Let's do it right. I thought you got an, I thought you uh, secured a theater. No, and what I wanted to do was I just wanted you know you to bring in your the morning show and you know their significant others if we, they care. Hey, I come. already saw it, man. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> you saw you the wet version, Galvin. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Galvin. The wet, the very. You, you saw a rough cut. You didn't see it tightened up, and there's been some some changes in sequencing so of this, scenes. So oh. this is the final edit. It's done. There's no more editing going to happen after this? Not for this version. No. I'm out. I'm only, I only want to see the final version. Yeah, plus, That's in my it. experience, the wet version is the best version. So. It's like the Snyder Cut. Mm. <laughs> no, wait, wait. You, you, uh, you said you're going to show it to us and our significant others. This means Joe's girlfriend's got to come back to my house. I'm out. What? <laughs> <laughs> if they wanted to come, I'm just. But okay. but yeah, it was just a small intimate uh, gathering uh, at your home uh, Sounds theater. Hot. Okay, so you did this once before at a theater, right? You did the the screening before at a. Villagio? Yeah, we had a sneak pre uh, preview, and then we did two screenings at a festival at the uh, AMC Theaters in St. Petersburg. Now, what Sunday. do they charge you at Villagio to do a screening? Oh, we uh, they they took the drinks. We 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 got the door. They got the drinks. Well, I'm not certain. And, and How do I get paid for this? <laughs> uh, you'll no, you'll pay. Just pay you. What if you guys all bring drinks? Yeah, uh, yeah we could do that. There you go. We could charge a cover, Michael. Yeah. Oh, okay. We oh, have yeah. A, a ticket. I'll have a ticket booth. Okay. Geo can bring his birthday booze. We could all dip yeah. into that. My daughter will be selling tickets out front. Okay. Yeah. Like to go. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I mean, look, can I be honest with you? I do want to see the final cut or close to final cut. I've not seen any of the movie other than the scene that I'm in. Um, and... I, I mean, I am kind of curious, but what is the now? There's big news attached to this. Uh, there, there's yes, there's a major change in the structure of the film, oh, and geez. I don't, I don't know that I'm at liberty to say just yet. Oh. But this is it's what your I, movie. Oh, my God. it's your movie. 
<laughs> Who else would you have to ask? Yeah. Well, I, I, he wouldn't even <laughs> tell me via text when I was trying to get it out of him. That's because he cut your part out. Yeah. Oh, that would be oh. interesting. Oh. I'm, I'm fine with that. You were good in the movie. Yeah. I don't think you should get cut <laughs> off. Fine. How do you know? You never saw it. I saw the trailer. Uh. You, I thought in the trailer, I thought Gio was great, and I thought uh, uh, Kevin was great. I'm going on record, and I said it before. I think Gio is the best person in the movie. Thank Gio, you. Gio actually acts very well. With anybody that's seen the film, the most praise goes to Gio. Wow. I don't know why. Look at the camera. (laughs) Uh, Now, it should be said, though, Gio's role... He is the he is the eyes of the audience. If there if you're going to put yourself in the film, you would be Geo. So that's why he he grounds the picture. By the way, okay. I want to I want to point out was that Spanish that said he didn't even look at the camera? Yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to look yeah. at the camera in a goddamn yeah. movie. It's a joke. What are you, Calvin? Chris Rock? Relax. <laughs> Spanish was the worst. That's why he's mad. Uh, was Spanish the worst? Oh, it's terrible. No, actually, Spanish, Spanish is very small yeah, role. He's in funny. It. He's it's a, yeah it's a smaller part than Geo's, but Spanish is perfect in the role. He's absolutely perfect. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Mo so, made uh, me do a Christopher Walken impression. The whole thing. <laughs> Galvin at the end is hilarious. Terrible. It's an absolutely hilarious scene. Now, did anybody watch this movie at any point and go, "The guy at the end, what's up with his eyebrows?" No. <laughs> No, because right, no, that's I what I was thinking. I did. Yeah. No, Thank you, <laughs> You're fine. You're fine, and it's one of the it's one of the funniest scenes in the movie. It, and it's it's brief. It's about a five minute scene that you're it's in. Kevin, but Kevin's it's one of the great. Uh, Kevin's he, great. Absolutely. So what's absolutely. the announcement? You're trying. You're, you're deflecting. <laughs> I'm not deflecting. I'm asking. I'm answering. Well, questions. explain to me what you who. If you're not li- at liberty, then who is who has the liberties? I mean, I it's it's my film ultimately, but I do have I do have representation out in L.A. Uh, uh, individual that is uh, trying what? to sell the film. Yeah, yes. what? wasn't this the guy yeah. that was trying to change the name to like COVID theme COVID, or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told we, you, we, I told you that guy was a, it was a horrible idea. This movie's actually called Vaccine Dreams. Now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So 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 the movie is. It's being shopped around by a guy. So does this mean if it gets a deal, we all get paid? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. None of us believe that. Nope. We believe Mo's going to be like, I'm putting a new swimming pool in. Yeah. I got to tell you, one of the best things about COVID was we didn't have to talk about Mo's movie anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Why is this still happening? I don't understand. Yeah, but you realize you're in the film. Oh, uh, yeah, but Jesus Christ, they made Star Wars in less time. <laughs> so, what? Give us, give us a little bit of the. Say, hey, don't you don't have to ruin the announcement, but just say what is concerning. Okay, okay, th- okay. This is what I'll this I'll I'll give you what's going on. This is okay. horrible. Here we go. I'm in. For, I'm in mode. I'll listen. Okay. To when we when you view the film on March 20th at 7 p.m. at it's in place, 3D. Oh, <laughs> it's not in 3D. That will be the last time anybody's able to see. Thank God. <laughs> Ever again. Ever. Right. You guys want me to finish it? <laughs> I'm listening. To you, I'm listening. Okay. There, there's an issue that we're running into. And the there's a there's a couple of issues. A lot of racism. Uh, uh, well, you know that's the primary issue. But uh, let me give you the smaller. The smaller issue is we shot it at the radio station. Now, oh. no, 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 there it's uh, it's unavoidable. 
in certain scenes, uh, especially the lobby scene, Gio, and you'll know what I'm talking about. You son there's... of a bitch. I told you this when we were shooting, and you told me, no, man. No. I go, listen, dude, you've got to cut this stuff out. Can I, can I no. finish? Oh. Can, okay. oh, I told right, you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Total fail. Uh, I told there, you. Uh, there are logos and branding mm-hmm. every friggin' way. I yeah. told you this at the time, oh. you jerk off. Where's your continuity okay. person? <laughs> no, it's not about continuity. It's it, this is what I told you, Gio, when we were shooting this. I said we'll take care of it in post. Yeah, you we'll take it. Yeah, and, and you, you said, have the ability to do that. I have the ability. I don't have the money. Uh, All right. So let me ask you a question: <laughs> Who are you worried about? Are you, did somebody already give you a warning, or are you getting a heads up from somebody? Well, I, I mean, it's just you know, it's common uh, knowledge in the film industry that if you show somebody's logo, that there may be a problem. Now, after certain things, we all received a we all received something that we had to sign vis a vis work that said. It, uh, let me use... throw this. Let me throw this out real quick. Go ahead. If you. A black filmmaker, a black independent filmmaker, employee of Cox Media Group, writes a letter to Cox Media, sends him a screener and says, I am a, uh, a filmmaker. I used, I, at the advice of Kevin Smith, I filmed a film in my environment and what I knew what the, the best, and that was the Cox radio station. I, I would like to uh, uh, go ahead and release this. I, I would like your permission after you review the movie. What reason would they have to say no? Because the movie's uh, because awful. Th- <laughs> <laughs> yes. I right, got a little bit of finish. Oh, yeah. I'm listening. Though. I'm listening. Oh, Thank you, oh, Mike. Man. By the way, oh. you should have wrote that letter last month. If you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carmen's not. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> missed it by two days. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. Mm. Carmen's not altogether wrong. It's not that the movie's horrible. It's the co- it's the content of oh, the movie. Geez. They watch dead this in the water movie. Is what we are. And they're they're going to go. It's funny you say dead in the water because I'm going to tell you what I have to do. Remember that also. So that's that's one of the issues. The primary issue is what Carmen kind of alluded to. My the my guy out in L.A. Uh, uh, Jason Price. I can give you the name. It doesn't matter. Has has screened it. The Jason Price? uh, uh, (laughs) For a couple of of different uh, distribution companies. They love it. And and, and when I say that, I'm telling you because right now to do what I have to do, I'm going through the film to pull out pieces. It's an absolutely hilarious film. But what happened was uh, 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 the culture changed. uh, we We started this film, Mike. Three years ago, we okay. shot it over a series of Saturdays. It took two years to shoot, and then it took another year to do post-production. In those three years, and this is not just an issue that I'm having. It's an issue that's going around Hollywood right now. In those three years, the culture changed. It shifted dramatically, and cancel culture became a thing, and it's just like stand-up. What are you worried? I didn't see the movie. What is in it, in it that could possibly get you canceled? Well, I don't want to well, be a part of this anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't even let this thing out. You're the most prominent person. I yes, I it it's 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 it could be deemed racist, sexist, misogynistic. We're screwed. It could be. Every movie can. So screwed. Every movie can. And you wrote it, so doesn't that kind of take away some of that? Well, Carmen, you would think that. And then in the Quentin Tarantino's the most racist guy. Makes the most racist movies ever, and he's white. 
I know, but he's he's Quinn. He, he's he also good. So you're saying there's a chance that this movie may never see the light of day? Wow. N- no, oh. no, that's oh. not what oh. I'm saying. What are you this saying? Is the, uh, this is the uh, this is the announcement because I've been really uh, I've been overwhelmed and and oh. overburdened with the with the uh, thought that I've spent three years on something and I, I'm like I'm going to have to shelve this movie. I well, tell me what it is. Be able to, okay, what I dis, what I what I realized I could do is I could reimagine or reframe the film. So now, and uh, you said, Geo, uh, that it was dead in the water. The movie is going to be retitled W. It was W D E D Dead in the Morning. Now it's going to be retitled W D E Documentary Dead in the Making, or How Cancel Culture Killed My Film. I am re, I am refashioning it as a documentary. Which allows oh. me. It allow- we got Borat in. Hold on, hold on, hold on now. It allows me to put in all of every scene that is raw, uh, unapologetic, oh my gosh. And, and use all of those We're scenes. Screwed. But I, we're so but screwed. I'm, it, how I'm many interested. N-words did Geo say? Oh, man. I'd like to point out that I'm the first one that was like, I'm not saying the N-word. I'm not saying any <laughs> of that stuff. Three years ago, I read that script. I was like, I'm what? not saying this stuff. What I think is happening is Moe's going down, and he's trying to take us all down with him. He's wrapped us in, and he's taking us I all do, down. Do you want group. I take back what I was saying. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to finish? No, I don't no. want you to finish. <laughs> and we are finished. As a documentary, I, I, I am going to intersperse uh, see interview scenes with be talking about how we, when we shot this, this was this, blah, 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 blah. Oh but now gosh. we now what we've got is a, a brand. Now I don't have a three-year-old movie that I'm trying to release. I have a brand new product that we can get out on the festival circus. Documentaries are white hot. They kind of always have been, but never more than now, partly due to pa- the pandemic. And it gives you ev- what I'm able to do now is use every good scene in the film and extract all of the logos and all of the sound issue scenes that we had that will require work. How much would it cost just to just to blur out the logos or yeah. change the logos? <laughs> uh, I, well, hopefully the documentary will force the release of the film. I was still I still have a full cut of the film. The only intact. thing that could come out of this is if the woman from The Walking Dead decides she wants to make a movie about a guy making a movie that turns it into a documentary. Yeah. Kind of like James Franco did about that one guy who made the terrible movie. That, that, this, is where I'm, this is where I'm going with it, yeah. absolutely. What is that called? The room. Your movie room. never was released. Yeah. That's yeah, you're, this is the room part two, starring Michonne as Maurice Chauvin. I got to tell you, I'm almost afraid he's going to show us the movie at your place and just film us watching it, and then that's nope. going to be what he releases. Yeah, and that's nope. in the, like, the hey, documentary. This is documentary. I made him watch no. it. No, 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 no. Uh, most of the film will be shown in the documentary. It just allow it allows people to laugh without reprisal because now I'm making the statement. It'll be the first film out that will address how the shift in culture. Changed Change the making of movies, which is a huge thing right now. I only uh, like to laugh with reprisal. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> well, again, I will have the original. I still have the original version. Uh, this, uh, is the sound, this is the new soundtrack to the movie. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> trust me on trust me on this. It's it, it gave life to a project that I was I was just afraid I was not going to be able to release. Mo, I'm and gonna now, be the and first one. Back. I'm gonna be the first one to tell you I'm so sorry you spent all this time and money on a movie <laughs> that will probably never go anywhere. I'm so sorry this happened. What's well, it screening yeah. at Michael's house though? Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, going we'll there. It. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll be no, we'll be fine. This is the be- this is the best thing for it. Again, it's still the movie. It's just reframe. It's just reframed. It's framed right. differently. Okay. That's sure. all. It's still the movie. All of your scenes, Spanish. You may have the only role that doesn't have any scenes cut from it. Okay, all right. That says a lot. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. What a trust. The- I'll be honest with you, Mo. <laughs> Go I'm going to be real honest. Oh boy. I don't care as much now as I did before. Oof. <laughs> That's a good thing, <laughs> right? Did anybody think that was possible? <laughs> I, I, whatever happens, I don't. I mean, look, I, I do genu- genuinely wish you the best, but I also don't care. So me, that's yeah. good, though. That's good. Yeah. Let me crack just, that code. Good luck on your future endeavors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. all I'm hearing out of all of this. That's good. Just trust me on this, guys. Trust I will, me. I will yeah. take this opportunity. I do. I remember this. I do have an award-winning short film on Amazon Prime. That's Kid knows what true. he's doing. What, a, what, what award? Uh, uh, couple film tiger. awards. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I believe you. I just was curious. Yeah. Uh, tell, well, plug it. Give out the name so people can go watch it. Uh, it's called The Purgatorist. It's on Amazon Prime. It's a 10-minute short film. I can't uh, get with, with, to sit down for with, 10 minutes. Joe Sides. Joe Sides. Oh, my God. Of, uh, the can, you give, can you give me 10 minutes, please? Can you time. tell me, did you see Nomadland? <laughs> uh, I have not seen Nomadland, but I'm in complete agreement with Galvin on the Florida Project was Horrible. Uh, oh, my God. Horrible. I hate that he Horrible agrees film. with me. But... <laughs> I, I, hold on. Hold on, Galvin. I also agree with you that the, the first Jack Reacher film was great. The second one, eh, oh, I agree man. 100% with that. You and, well. and Mo are the same. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I might as well make not... a terrible movie that nobody sees. <laughs> what did you think about the Florida project that wasn't good? I just thought it. I just thought it meandered. I and I and I stuck it with it. Definitely because... meandered. It, it definitely meandered. But I think it captured what it was really like to live and grow up in those in apartments and to be lot. what in a dirty parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that was. I thought that was it. I thought the whole point in the movie was. It was real quick for those of you who don't know. If you look out, if you drive down in Orlando and you go to Disney World and the surrounding areas of Kissimmee and Orlando. There were all these uh, 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 motels that were built in, the, you know, two-story motels that were built in the 70s and, and 60s that, uh, you know, were replaced over time by these giant conglomerate hotels that moved in there. And all these hotels still exist, and you wonder who's staying in them. And it turns out people were living in them, people who couldn't afford to get homes. They would just get weekly rentals, and they would live there. So this is a story about a single mother who is uh, raising her kids in the in the thing, and she does drugs, and she does, it's like a sad movie, but it's about the life of the kids and what they had to live like. I mean, that way it is boring and meandering, and meandering yeah, at times because that's what their lives were. They really had nothing going on. I mean, every day they were. I don't. I right, really. I got to tell that, you, at the end my... of that movie, it made me feel. Uh, God awful, and I think that that's sometimes what movies do. But that's what I don't want in a movie is boring in real life. Like you could just watch dirty kids in a parking lot if you want to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why am I watching this in a goddamn yeah. movie? I didn't think it, it was boring. It, 
If you shoot a film about people that have nothing going on, what you end up with is a movie where nothing happens yes. because so, the characters okay, no have nothing land. going but, on. But there's a, it's a different type of movie. If you're shooting a if you're shooting a movie where you want to tell a story about these characters, that's different. Or if you want to know what it's really like to be homeless, and you create a character named Homeless Sally, and you follow Homeless Sally all around all day, but you want to really let you know what it's like to be homeless, not this. Not this, I, you know, Coma Sally all of a sudden stopped a robbery and she found the lotto ticket and all that. Like, now you're just making stuff up. But if you really want to know the real feelings of what it's like to have lived on the street and be that person, you have to make it as real as possible. Those are different types of movies. This and is, I that, agree. that wasn't a Hollywood feature that was, like, Galvin, remember when you told um, uh, Matt Damon that that movie with him and Casey Affleck yeah. was like watching vacation photos? Yeah. And he said that wasn't meant. To be a big feature film, that was an art house film where you were just supposed to. But, you know, there's different types of. I films. think I think your your uh, goal in any movie is to entertain people. But the, but but not everybody agrees that sometimes it's just to e- evoke feelings, and those feelings sometimes aren't good ones. So you le- like when I saw A Star Is Born, that was a great movie, but I felt very upset that that guy died. And and I was like, you know, and the movie was great, but part of it I was like, oh, I, don't know. I couldn't even think about it because what a depressing ending to that movie, you know what I mean? That, but that was a big feature that entertained and it gave you those feelings. In in some of these cases, they're just they're just there to make you feel a certain way. And I, and I agree with you, Mike. But but that's that's where you frame a movie as a documentary. That would have been a as a documentary. A, a documentary is a real life story. A documentary, you get you get non actors. And you follow around real people, and that's a different situation. This I'm one, pretty they were sure that's what they film. did, though. A lot of that was <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not even making a joke. Like those kids weren't actors, and I think they just let right. them run around and they filmed them and put it into the movie. Yeah, and they did use first time ma- You can capture magic like that. I, listen, I understand why, and I believe it won multiple awards. It certainly yeah. had a lot of critical praise. I, I get it because there was a certain authenticity to it. There was a certain naturalism to it. I just I just kind of, it was like, I'll give you a bigger budget example. It was like uh, DiCaprio's The Revenant, which I called Snow oh, is Cold. That movie you. bored me to me too. tears. Oh. I watched the bear scene, and then I was like, I'm done. This is boring. About a man versus his environment. And here's, here's the other boring. thing. Here's the other thing is, you know, using the kids and... You know, not spending a lot on budget and stuff. I think David Spade said it the best when he was talking about, uh, uh, what is that uh, movie, The Witch, The Blair Witch Project. He goes, all, everyone tell me, oh, it only cost him $100,000 to make. And he goes, great, but I shouldn't have to pay $10 to see it then. <laughs> yeah. I should only have to pay a nickel. He goes, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, I mean, The Blair Witch would never survive now, but The Blair Witch came out and it was the first video. I mean, it was the first movie. It was a great pre- idea. It was first, the first found footage. Yeah, first found footage. Yeah, it was really the first movie to be time. preceded by a viral campaign. Right. It was a great idea. Yeah. The movie itself was bleh. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I did, that. and I'm I'm kind of with you on that. I did think though, and this is what the Florida Project lacked. They did give you a a scare at the end. They did give you something to walk away with, and I thought that was basically what yeah. redeemed the Blair Witch Project. I, I have to tell you, I don't often praise Bubba for anything he's done, but when I worked with him one time, we went to see. We didn't go see together, but we went to go see the Blair Witch Project on the weekend. And we all came back on Monday, and they were like, that was an awful waste of time. We were dizzy. We were nauseous. And I said, I I have the director's phone number right here. He lives in Orlando. And they go, give it to me. And he called the guy live on the air, woke him up, and he goes, I'm calling about your movie, The Blair Witch. We're live on the air. And the guy goes, oh, okay. And he's like, what would you think of it? 
And he goes, it was awful. <laughs> goes, what do you mean? He goes, terrible. And he just he just ripped into the movie, and the guy was like, what? And he goes, nah. And he hung up on him. <laughs> I thought, that, I can, I can, no matter how much I can say him, I can never take away that. <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> I saw your movie. It was awful. Uh, anyway, okay, so, Mo, um, why bother? Let's just put yes. some crap there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to hold on for the documentary, I think. <laughs> well, now, okay, if you want to hold on for the documentary, that is fine. But I still, I would still love to show, because on the DVD release, the documentary will contain the entire film. The DVD? What year is it? Who <laughs> <laughs> buy a DVD? Oh, India? In India? <laughs> so you know where they buy them in that bin in the truck oh, stops? The DVD release. <laughs> will you relax? It'll be, everything is going to be fun. Trust now, me. Now, will this all this be in the film. newsletter that you're sending out? Yeah. <laughs> no, I will not be uh, sending out a newsletter. You didn't mention uh, this in your video for the corporation. Uh, is this on the message? Message boards? Uh, not a, not at all. But it do, it does it does it corrects a lot of issues uh, mm. that we were just going to have with release, and now I'm able to release it as I wanted it to be. So we're good. We're good. Trust me. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, Natalie just sent me a Snapchat. Said Florida Project is a great movie. Thank you, Natalie. <laughs> Natalie's an idiot. Oh wow! Did she even say that. Galvin doesn't know what he's talking about? And I left that part out. Yeah, big deal. And you were still mean to her. Yeah. Yeah. You're the fat girl from Facts of Life, Natalie. Oh my God! Yeah, burn. That's wow. you. Eat it. Ooh, Why? By, by the way, you're not going to believe Are this. Are we done? Yep. Are you serious? Yeah. Holy cow! Well, I enjoyed work with you guys. It's been fun. Yeah, we're about to get canceled hard. <laughs> Uh, I got you guys. Don't worry. All right. Thank you, Mo. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. I want to tell you about my friend Jeff Borum and the folks at TeamBorum.com. If you need to sell your home, if you need to sell your home and it's not moving, you need to call Team Borum because these guys know how to get your home in front of the most eyes, man. They know how to make the most people see it. They know how to make it move. And most of all, they make it go for the most amount of money. And if you're looking to sell your home, uh, Jeff is the guy to do it for you. You have options. You can buy it. You can rent it. You can sell it. And Jeff will tell you what those options are. If you uh, look at the national average, Jeff has sold more than 100 homes above the national average last year. Him and his team will move your property and give it. I, I'll tell you, I've been looking at some of the, uh, I'm trying to find a beach house. I've been looking at some of the virtual tours. It's ama- I mean, you literally feel like you're in the room. I wonder if they have the Oculus where you can put it on and walk through oh, the house. Oh, that right? they yeah. should. Teamborum.com. Jeff and his team will help you out. Let me give you their phone number. It is 866-308-7109. But your best bet's to go there. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent, you can take a look at teamborum.com. That's B-O-R-H-A-M. You know, I always recommend somebody, a good friend in the business when I have one, and Jeff has become that guy. Hit him up today. Whether you're buying, selling, renting, they could do it all for you. What's wrong? Your brother just texted me and said, hey, can you ask Mo if he'll have a Betamax release for us? <laughs> <laughs> DVD. Uh, <laughs> Tomorrow is Tuesday. Dom will join us on the program. And uh, that's it. Have a great day. We will see you guys tomorrow. I can't believe the show's over already. Mo makes time fly. Goodbye, everybody.